Hey guys, uh, this is Sarah. Uh, before we get started, um, we have a really, really fun episode for you guys today. A returning guest that you all know, you all love. It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait for you to hear it. As always, thank you so much for tuning in, for rating and reviewing and subscribing. Uh, keep writing in with any of your thoughts and opinions or you know, if you see any of our Bachelor Nation friends on the ground, we'd love to hear about that stuff and we'll definitely talk about it. Uh, really quickly before we get into the episode, I just want to let you know that since this was the finale, we're going to be on a brief hiatus until our bachelorette season in May. We might come back uh, in between with some interviews or some special episodes here or there. You know that there's always drama in Bachelor Nation, even when the season's not airing. Um, but we'll keep you posted on social media about that. Uh, so until then, we will see you in May. Thank you. Bye. finale the most dramatic one in bachelor history since 2009 yeah was that mesnick's year Uh, sure was gotta say saw a lot more of jason mesnick than i ever thought i would see again in the rest of my life that made it sound like he was naked (laughs) (laughs) no i wish just kidding i have no attractions towards that man um all i have to say is uh Crystal was right. Crystal was right. <laughs> that Ari has a needle dick? No. Oh. That Ari changes his mind. <laughs> oh, okay. She was literally right the whole time. All right. You know what? We got to get into this as soon as possible. Alex, introduce our guest. Okay. You guys, we have a returning guest. You know him. You love him because you texted us and emailed us and messaged us how much you love him. So we had <laughs> to bring him back. Uh, he is the co-host of The Rights to Ricky Sanchez and a writer on NBC's Trial and Error. Everybody, please put your hands together for Michael Levin. Hi. Woo! Hi, guys. Hi. It's good to be back. It's so good to have you back. So I wanted to be back every week. <laughs> I have things to say every week. I know. We should, you should send us voice memos. Okay, great. Oh, so yeah. Maybe like for a, next season. Like a, like a, like a five-minute consultation. have my own segment, yeah. Yes. That's actually a great idea. I'd yes. love to hear your weekly thoughts. <laughs> I've, it's been tough because this is three days after the finale and I am still charged up. Same. I talked about it at work all day and nobody at my office watches. Nobody? <laughs> nobody. So half of, half of my writing staff that I'm on watches and half of them yell at us for talking about it <laughs> as much as we do. It's really dividing the room. I got to know what is the temperature in the room like of the people who watch it about what happened. Every, I mean, we all walked in and just like you look at each other and you know, <laughs> you know, you know what we've happened. all been through collectively. Yes. Wow. And it w- does feel like this was something that brought the nation together, like in a way, or I don't know. I actually have some controversial. Honestly, feelings. I think that it, I think that it did. I, yeah, I think this is like the first time mm-hmm. I'm coming upon this take on the fly, but I think this is the first time in since like. 9-11 okay. that the nation has been this 
united about something. Well, we love a com- like a common enemy brings everybody together. Absolutely. Regardless of how you feel about this, we can all agree that this was a national disaster. Yeah. Yes. I yes. mean, truly like horrific. So I think you're right. We are united amongst diversity. Yeah. And this is something that we can all agree on was tragic. Yeah. yeah. Like it was it was one for the history. Books. It was not easy to watch. I will say I felt I don't know. I was thinking a lot of this compared to Rachel's season. Yes. And I left Rachel's season. Sure. But I the, there was nothing worse to me than watching um Rachel get engaged 4 hours after a like 10 mm-hmm. hour long breakup with mm-hmm. somebody. Not cuz she was necessarily in love with Peter or whatever, but it was just like it was really hard to see you go through something that bad and then to get engaged. I think this was maybe harder for me to watch. I don't really? know. Well, that's the whole thing of the show, right? It's that yeah. it's that you have to break up with someone mm-hmm. and then propose to someone else. Both of whom at, at this point you now love both of those people. Yep. Like at this point, we've been through enough iterations of this show lately where they say I love you to the last at least two, sometimes three people. That happens a lot. Yeah. Or strongly nod to it. Because I don't know that Nick said I love you to Raven, but he did give her her first I don't even orgasm. know that Nick said I love <laughs> you did. to Vanessa. Like quite honestly. Yeah, Maybe quick. Nick is the anomaly. But you're right. I mean, Ben before him. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Well, before we get into the machinations of Ari dumping Becca for Lauren B, why don't we go like do a quick run over of our fantasy teams? How do we do this year? Um, I would love to go first because Please. maybe you should go last. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. I'll go last. I guess that's my punishment for winning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but the winner should go last. I did pretty bad. Uh, I had Caroline was my first pick. I remember. Oh, I love and her. And she sort of got juiced up by the end of the year, especially yeah. for, for what she said at the women tell all that she's on really everyone's podcast right now. Hinting, right. Hinting that. Like, I know what you did, which yeah. was the coolest thing I've ever seen so ever. Cool. It was straight up sex in the city. Yes, it really was. <laughs> and I also feel like your instincts. Sorry, I don't mean to cut no, you no, off. No. I feel like your instincts about her were so on point because she, though she didn't technically quote unquote win, mm-hmm. she is one of the girls probably aside from Becca M that made one of the biggest splashes. This yeah. Season. Yeah. I, I could feel so. something you different about her. Yes. Your and empathy. You had, you're very, you were an empathy. I'm very in tune with that. Yes. Via bios. <laughs> I think I can read it. Via bio. <laughs> I also had two of the Laurens, two of the bad Laurens mm-hmm. that didn't make it. Hey, not Lauren S is like my favorite Lauren of she, all time. She really broke down on that, on that one-on-one. She was, yeah. she was the one that got kicked off the one-on-one. Yep. There was nothing was better to me in the whole world than her like watching us us watching her talk in circles and then her like ITMs being like, what am I doing? doing oh, i man. can't shut up i always wonder when those confessionals take place okay i'm on a show where there's confessionals and we have to figure out okay when would this confessional actually take place? to my understanding from what i hear it pretty much takes place in the middle of your day they pull you out of it they pull you aside oh my god a lot That's of the times it's That's just tough. weird because sometimes they'll talk about stuff like if like specifically when they're like i really feel like i'm gonna get a rose from ari tonight mm-hmm but it looks like it's happened after the rose ceremony. Like it looks like the it interview happened after to. the rose ceremony happened. It has to. I, I think- don't. I don't want to watch the magic away because it is still yeah, magical right, to right, me. Right. Sure, sure, so sure. I had two of the bad Laurens, 
uh, Caroline. I had Mikkel, whose grandfather died, yeah. and she had to leave early uh, yeah. season. So that's an asterisk. So I think she would have had, if she had more time, mm-hmm. it was tough because she came back and he was like, hey, so good to see Oh, you're gone. Get out of here. He literally said to her, sorry, we didn't have more time. Like, sorry, her grandfather died. Yeah. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. At least when, to bring it back, Last Paradise, when, who was it? With, because of It was because of oh, the uh, Corinne situation. It was Lacey. Yeah. She had to go... And somebody was excited to see her. Yeah, Iggy. Had to leave. Yeah. He wasn't excited to see her. He was just excited to get a rose. Yeah. Iggy's disgusting. Yeah, I guess that's. <laughs> and then my last person was uh, Mar- Marik, who got uh, glam shamed. Oh. So I had a lot of interesting characters in my yeah. five. Yeah, you had a but, good mix. Yeah. There's but, a lot going on there. Strong basketball team, but maybe yeah, not, yes, a, not yes. a good wife. <laughs> I, I am confident that that's a good basketball team. <laughs> right. Not so much winning The Bachelor. <laughs> it's okay. We have, it was it was strong in another way. Yeah. In a way that, my goodness, is so overlooked in this franchise. Yeah. <laughs> basketball. Yeah. They should have a basketball league. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, one of my girls went home the first night, Nisha. She was the, uh, the mm. surgeon yeah. who um, loved blood. Yes. And in- she... Incredibly was, skinny. Incredibly little, large boobs. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> that's that's, <laughs> that's all. like that's that's, that's, that's what, what I remember. Yeah. That's in summation yeah. what Nisha was. Yeah. Then I had Bibiana. Oh, oh wow. lucky. Becca M. Hey. Wow. Strong, strong. The player. H pick. Chelsea. Ooh. Uh who's my personal fave. Really? <laughs> oh, I and love Tia. Tia was a, Shamer, Tia was always a great pick. Shamer of the age. Yeah. So yeah. I I've been on a little bit of an emotional roller coaster with Tia because so a I. I I I had a horse in this race because she was on my fantasy mm-hmm. team. Totally. So I obviously wanted to see her win. Totally. I thought her personality was so bubbly and wonderful. Yes. At the beginning, truly the best. Like she thrived as a background character. Handily. And then as she then she had one date with Ari. She said she was falling in love. I was like, oh, that was a little weird. And then she threw Becca M under the bus, which yeah. I took major issue with. And she. Becca M's like America's sweetheart. Yeah. Like, who does she think she is? I've also talked about it at nauseum on the podcast, so I won't go into it to- <laughs> totally. I just didn't think it, I thought that was a sh- shady girl move. But now her and Becca seem to be friends again. Yeah, they do seem to be cool. So, I, like, if Becca's okay with her, then I'm okay with her. I just think right. Becca is so confident. Like, something that, like, she obviously hates Ari and she doesn't, like, need him. So mm-hmm. I think, like, this is something she can get over. Like, I don't think this is going to, like, ruin her relationship with anyone she probably doesn't maybe trust tia but like they can be hang out yeah she's still young enough to have trust in people yeah that's true sad so sweet tia though i think as she got more into ari she started like the i think the circumstances around the show really got to her Mm -hmm. and she the claws came out a little bit more and she was like oh i'm like i'm I, she like became you could see her becoming like more high strung as, yeah. as the series went on. Right. And the she is her best when she's breezy. Totally. 100%. I guess uh, this is my question because I had this like feeling that she was just trying to try out for the bachelorette the entire time. Felt that. Like, like that, yeah. Like so I was that was my question. You guys got that read too? Yeah. yeah. And I think yeah, especially like to your point after one day it was like I'm in love with Ari. Mm-hmm. It's like are she you? does that thing that like all those girls do in their in the moments when she's like, I'm going to tell Ari that um, and she takes a deep breath and her eyes like sort of roll up and then she's like falling. Yeah. In love. yeah, yeah. It's a whole it's a whole procedure. I, this falling in, in love, love thing is so funny. To, like, 
Falling for, falling in love. Those I've are different things. There are tears. Yeah. There are tears. I've Absolutely. never, ever told anybody I'm falling in love with you. Because you can't say that on The Bachelor. Because if you were to say, I'm in love with you, then you'd be like, well, you're a crazy person. So you're <laughs> like, you have to be like, well, I'm starting to fall for you because it's a way to affirm your bachelor without. I'm yeah. on the road. Affirm yeah. your bachelor is yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. I'm on the road. Yeah. Yes. Okay, sorry. Do you want to go over yours? Um. Yeah. So I had, I think I have Brittany T who was there for a little bit. but She had the first kiss. She did. She got the first kiss. Oh, because she had that funny, cute little uh, carpet. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had another girl that went home the first night. She was one of the TV personality right, yes. people. I remember her. Um, Jessica. No, it wasn't Jessica. Brie. It was... Br- oh, you know what? I had Jessica and Brie, I think, Oof. maybe. Mm-hmm. But I had Kendall and Becca K. Yeah. Wow. Hitting homers. Yeah. So like even though my other three weren't like huge players, I had maybe two of the biggest. Yeah. So that's all that matters. Sorry. That's all that matters is having superstars on your team. Yeah. That's all you need. Everyone else. Great support. (laughs) We all had our LeBrons. Robert Covington. Thank you. Wow. Would you say that Caroline's a Robert Covington? (laughs) She might be. She might be. She has length like Covington does. It's great. You're really pandering to me. You do this to all your guests, right? Uh, no, only you. <laughs> I had Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kendall is Michael. Uh, well, you won the dress. Your team Your team absolutely won. And I we, think And so. none of us picked Lauren B because she was incredibly uh, boring. So In, from bio to proposal, she was absolutely the most boring person. Listen, I am trying so hard to not... <laughs> everyone who listens every week will laugh at me for saying this because I diss her so much but I'm trying so hard not to like bash her for being so boring but there's just nothing about her like I'm digging through old Instagrams anything to show me a <laughs> glimpse of personality and I'm like there's nothing to you you're putting in more work into her personality than she is yes there's just there's <laughs> yeah. nothing there is nothing. Yeah. Did anybody see that Vulture article that broke down all 94 <laughs> phrases that Lauren has said on The Bachelor from start to finish? No, she spoke 94 so words. 94 I, from beginning to penultimate episode. Wow. So like the first ones are like short phrases like, wow, oh my God. I love that. Sure. I love that, which she said in this episode. Mm-hmm. So her and Ari are more alike than we mm-hmm. thought. I've been saying I love that all the time, by the way. Yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> Um, that's very Italian. And then it was just like, and, and then the next, like it broke down everything. And then the next phrase was, she's not very insecure. She's not very secure about the relationship. And then it was her just basically talking in circles and recycling phrases about how she's insecure. And then they're like, until she is. And then she's like, I only see myself with you. So this is like the only stuff. She doesn't have anything in her head. No. Yet she's been engaged twice or three times by now. Three times. We need to talk about this. I only knew about the one Yeah, time. you're freaking out. Okay, yes. So Alex mentioned this on a past episode. Rob Mills was on another podcast, and he mentioned that she had been engaged three times. And then Kate Casey posted something on her Facebook page today. Um, I'm trying to find it because I know I sent it to Alex. And it was her ex's, her ex-fiance's friend posted, um, like, 
I was I've been around or congratulations. Here it is. Congratulations, Lauren, on your third ish engagement. And the second that I got to witness in the last year and a half. Here are some photos from your last one that I bet you thought didn't exist. Taken two weeks after you stole my friend's dog ring money and walked out in the middle of the night. What? Don't blink, Ari. And she's wearing a sash that says not your wifey. Oh, my God. That's her personality. There it is. I know. That's the most I've ever liked Lauren, by yes. the way. <laughs> well, I'm like, is she this brilliant con artist that gives you nothing, but like is actually like, it's like a duck moving their feet fast underneath the surface of yes. the water. So, well, that's, that's the thing is right. Okay. So we have to identify who these bachelors are, yeah. who, who specifically each bachelor is and what they're looking for. And, and the one common thread, and I think we talked about this in the last podcast, mm-hmm. was the one common thread in all these guys is they, they want to be told that they're deep and they want to to be to feel like I can crack like there's this mysterious nut that I can crack yeah and like so Becca M the young Becca mm-hmm. was she was giving him this like I'm mysterious you're mysterious vibe and I'm telling you like it is that kind of thing and Lauren was I'm giving you nothing and by giving you nothing you think that there's something that I'm hiding from you yeah Remember, so there's not there's even Chelsea. The first night was like, I have a yes. secret. Yes. And he's like, I need to know. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but then immediately when he like, there was no return on that investment. But like she, he told it and then the transaction was done. You can't tell him. And then you can't you go can't back from that. Him. Whereas Lauren is just going to stay, stay at that status. You got to tease it and never give it away. And it was so crazy because she literally like went on this date with him. I forget what their first one on one date was. And then he told her about his ex who terminated his, the pregnancy. Yes. Very, when he very was, cavalierly. When Guys, he was on I a s- racing trip. I stood. I just stood in my house, me and my TV. And I just like. <laughs> you lifted your TV up. I just couldn't. I, I stood for like 15 minutes when that story was just revealed out of nowhere. So this is a good note to all, all the women out there. With if you should you find yourself dating a bachelor, say nothing and it'll get them to reveal their deepest, <laughs> darkest secrets. Yes. No matter if it hurts their ex. Well, it's a, it's a risky so maneuver because you could say nothing and then you don't get someone else like out mysterious to you. So you're like, oh, it's whatever. You, but you could also be like, she calls me on my shit and I like that. Mm. But you don't actually. You don't like him enough to like marry that, but you like it enough to keep that around for a while. I think Becca M did that for a while. Tia did that for a while before she went down her uh-huh. path. And I think that that gets you in the mix. And I think that gets you to paradise. I yeah. think if you tell it like it is to somebody, that gets you to paradise. Yeah. For sure. If you sure. do mysterious, you could and win. And all the guys are pumped because they're like, oh, she's so cool. She tells yeah. it like it is. Yes. Okay, guys. So well, oh. on to that point. If you do mysterious, I think you have to look like Lauren B. Yes. <laughs> right. Helps. helps me. Oh, that yeah. One. Like, you, I think you have to wear those backless dresses and do Pilates every day. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Okay. How did we feel about season overall? I need to know. I felt good about it. I like it. I like the show more when I don't like The Bachelor. Same. Juan Pablo season is the greatest season of television. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm so with you. I, I don't think that there will ever be a perfect Bachelor because I don't think it will ever be easy for people to watch some guy date a million girls and then just send them home. (laughs) So we're never going to love The Bachelor. Even Ben Higgins, the perfect Mm -hmm. Ben, we didn't like by right. the end. So of Ben it. was my first bachelor. So that was my right. first experience okay. with him. I was like, oh, this guy's really boring, and yeah. I had fun with that. But now, having been through Nick and Ari, it's like Ben is actually the best one. He's right? Clearly, <laughs> he's as good as we get. Yeah, 
I know. Yeah, there's no way to really win because you kind of have to be an asshole in order to get through the process. Like you have to lead on You'll never 30 win. women. <laughs> I have to say, even after... <laughs> I, this is so controversial, but even after all of this, I don't hate Ari. Really? Yeah, I don't feel a ton of hate towards him. Well, why don't we st- start talking about the episode? Okay. Because I feel like I, because I'm into this and I like what you're saying, but I mm-hmm. wanna, I wanna delve yeah. into this. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. I, I also just liked the season overall. I thought the women were great. I thought Ari was stupid. That it made for like great comedic moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had I'm on board. a Yale woman. We had a doctor of, wait, what was Tia? She was a, uh, she's a doctor, physical therapist. Physical therapist. Physical therapist. Yeah. Um, was we, good Kendall was a creative director. Kendall, I mean, uh, Becca was a publicist. Like we're granted in Minnesota, but we're working with like <laughs> career. Yeah, it was women. a career. It was a career. Season, she's for yes. sure. doing PR for like insurance yeah. <laughs> even Lauren does like tech sales or something like yeah. these yeah. girls actually had real jobs we should have known that Lauren was gonna win tech sales is like the thing that everyone in The Bachelor did before they made it big mm-hmm. Nick Vial Ben Higgins yeah. yeah all did tech sales that's true crazy um okay so highlights from this episode we met the girl the two final episode of the two final women met Ari's parents um I've never seen parents so pumped about their um child being in this process <laughs> they were like so literally his mom was like i love these women i love them this is a hard decision what are you gonna do I, she was like amped about him like having to choose between these i thought it was two. weird i thought the mom i have a lot to say about the mom the whole family the dad is weird too the whole family it's a oh weird family. our junior none of them look they call alike. him our junior. Oh, I really didn't, tough. I didn't pick up on that. Yes, oh, that. the mom being like grilling Becca and being in love with Lauren. And then by the end being saying, I actually do think he should go with Becca. You know what? Actually, I'm realizing this on the fly. She said, I think it's a tough decision, but I would go with. And then they cut away from her mm-hmm. and then they cut back to her. And she says, Becca. And I, th- I think that they, Swipe swapped that. I think that they swapped it so it it made it sound like his parents were pushing him in that direction to give him more of a reason why he picked Becca. So it was like a okay, like a uh, motivated. That's why it seemed the, the safer choice. That's interesting because I was like I've been trying to rationalize why Ari would pick Becca. I mean I know I would pick Becca. I think she's an amazing woman, but he was just so clearly into Lauren. So I was like was the episode edited a certain way or like what gave him that push? And I was just like, maybe it was the fact that his family was affirming him by saying Beck, we like Becca. Right. Like maybe he was so indecisive. He was just like, well, I guess I'll pick who my parents want, but that's an interesting take. You don't even think that you think that they said that they I like think that Lauren. might be forged. Yeah. Well, Lord well, knows they made her talk, ask answer questions about Lauren the entire time. I feel like them meeting the girls was heavily produced yes none of it felt genuine to me none i I, I agree with that i could not believe how excited this family was for their son to have to pick between (laughs) two women and again i don't mean to go back to it but who asks somebody to talk about their other girlfriend like it was so weird it's a weird thing to do asking becca about how she got along with lauren yeah Mm -hmm. Um, Ben Higgins talks a little bit about this on his podcast about when his family had to meet his two like final girls. And he said that the producers 
asked them like a bunch of questions. And when Ben wasn't there, kind of got them to like really pull out saying that they like, oh, well, we like Jojo. And they said that it was like really produced and like they felt coerced into this. So when Ben got an early cut, he called the producers and was like, no, we're not doing this. Like mm-hmm. my I don't like my family isn't going to be like dragged through the mud because you forced them to like say all this stuff so I don't think Ari has the balls to do that like maybe Ben did so no. I wouldn't be surprised if they <laughs> no. like well clearly he was like just do what they say mom and dad yeah. Ari's mom yes seems like a nice mom cares about her son sure her junior they love their junior I will say this and not to make fun of people's appearances but she seems like she's had a number a number of works done yes on that face of Fair. hers yes. Yes, yes and I think she probably didn't tell the you guys are looking at me with anticipation. <laughs> I'm just she, really she excited. Looks very, very much like Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> she does. She does. Oh, here's okay. the picture. <laughs> and here's the picture. If we were oh, evil, no. our promotion would be them side by side tomorrow, but, we but we're not that evil. No. But we shouldn't. And no. that's not a nice thing to say. And I know it's not a thing to say. Like, but that's what I was thinking it the entire time. And, you know, this is an open podcast. You you, you ask, we, we ask the contestants to be vulnerable. I'm vulnerable. No, I love it. And please know that this is a safe place. And um, we're pro Shrek. Listen, we're pro Shrek. And we are such good people that we are not going to post it side by side. We <laughs> that's how good we incur- are. We're not going to discourage you to maybe Google image the two. <laughs> um, maybe in a close span of time <laughs> from one another. Nearby. New window, new tab. <laughs> new window, new tab. See what it looks like. <laughs> Little neighbor. Do like one on one commercial break and then the other on the next commercial break of whatever <laughs> maybe you're the watching. Start of the next commercial. <laughs> as long as you're two different commercials. Then you're fine. Then you're, then you're, you're fine. You're in the safety zone. <laughs> it was a really, really bizarre uh, interaction, but I think like maybe I know more about Ari now. Like maybe he's his weirdo because he he spawned from weirdos yeah Yeah. i feel that way and like i said i don't hate him and i feel like i have some weird understanding of ari keep in mind he was he's a i i got it wrong on our podcast he's not a nascar driver he is an indycar indycar because of his father Mm -hmm. who is actually a famous race car driver and he has said on this season that he sees them every other day that's a lot lot. it's a lot and like it's a lot. I love my parents. I love them. But I do think that even if we lived in the same city, we wouldn't. Not not just because me trying to keep a distance. I feel just like life happens. Yeah. And like you get busy. I don't see anybody. I don't see day. anybody except for the person I live with. I don't even see the people I live with every no. other day. I <laughs> yeah. mean, it's truly so hard. <laughs> it's very hard to make time. I, I felt the whole season. And I was hoping that as as we got towards the end and as we as we saw him with his family, that we would see a, this different side of Ari that we would see like a calm, relaxed, like loose version of Ari. Yeah. With like his dad and or his mom or his brother, or sister, or whatever. And we never saw it. Uh-uh. He's not a real person. Uh-uh. He is. He is zero percent human. And and we got to that during the breakup. And I don't want to jump ahead, but we, I'm just imagining I, who, what weird. I would be like if my if I was like with my parents and like. The idea that we wouldn't be messing around or laughing or just being some, I mean, I get that when the cameras are rolling, it's, it's a different story and you're, and you're nervous and you're tight, totally. but not, not one moment of him not being like, Oh, okay. Like he's pretending to be a human being. Yeah. I think Ari's mind 
is blank. I don't think he's like an intelligent person, which is fine. Like whatever, that's fine. But I just think he's like kind of stupid and like doesn't have any interest in like, like learning anything. (laughs) And I just think he's like, I think his mind is blank. And I think that all of those moments we see him, the season staring off into space, breakup included. I don't think he's thinking about anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think the women are like, what are you thinking about? And I really, truly think the answer is like a YouTube video. He saw (laughs) six years ago. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. To your point, like that is hit. That is kind of him in a nutshell. But I still feel like he has this desire or this need to be the protector or to be the like alpha in the yes. relationship. Yeah, for sure. Which is clearly because the people that he's mm-hmm. dated have been like Lauren and then he picks yes. Lauren. Yes. Everything about this season was leading up to Lauren. Everything. He was obsessed with her and I like obsessed with her. And just the fact that he kept keeping her around that it was and I have to admit, I knew he was going to pick Becca up just because it was all over social media. It was impossible to avoid. I avoided it. <laughs> That's I was really full, good. I full avoided. You had no idea. I mean, everybody was talking like, oh, it's probably going to be he picks one and switches to the other. Yeah. That's, I think, what everyone yeah, was saying. Yeah, it was, was just like it- all over the internet last week and I just like couldn't help but like give yeah. in. But like I was still like, how did you pick Becca? And something a lot of people are talking about, which is that this is kind of like the hardest thing about this entire situation, the proposal, the breakup, everything. It's not even that Ari dumped somebody or like made a mistake or like went back to like his ex or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's that he showed zero empathy through this entire thing. Mm -hmm. When he proposed, when he broke up with Lauren, when he broke up with Becca, when he got back with Lauren, there was just nothing. Nothing. He was blank. (laughs) Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Let's get into it. Let's okay. get let's get into yeah, the actual breakup. Yeah, I think the breakup is it is crazy. It was, pretty much a, it was pretty much a boring episode before Ange because we all knew. Oh my god! Here's so what's coming. Here's boring. what's coming. Here's what's coming. Okay, like, just get to it. Get to it. Get to it. So let me let me ask you guys. Uh, do you think it should have been done on camera? How are, how do you feel about how it happened? I have a lot of thoughts about it. Okay, I me too. too. And they're very complicated. Me too. I bet I bet they're all the same. I feel like okay. we're all on the same page. Yeah. Right. When you sign up to be on The Bachelor, mm-hmm. that's it. You're on The Bachelor. Everything. You shouldn't take a shit without thinking there's probably a camera on me. Like if I fart too loud, it's going to be on national TV. You're, you sure. basically sign a contract that says if you fart too loud, <laughs> it's going to end up and on Becca said Absolutely. this when they asked Becca about it. She was like, listen, I signed up to have my love life completely open to the rest of the world. And so that's what I signed up for. Totally. I don't think she has a like if she if she was like. If she says, if she blamed the show, and I'm not company man for the show, even though Chris Harrison like has like asked people like, do you think we, we've, we've received some scrutiny. Do you think we did a good job? <laughs> like right. they did that with the Corinne DeMario thing yeah. on Paradise last season. And it's like, this is such a terrible way, such a bald way to do this. <laughs> yeah. And it's and then, like, I, I think Chris assumes maybe rightfully so that the audience is really dumb and just like buys it or he just needs to do lip service to it. I don't know what it is, but that's <laughs> it continues to happen. But Uh-oh. the other, the, the other thing is even though Becca doesn't have a leg stand on Ari still made the choice to tell the producers of the bachelor to tell Chris and to say, to go along with it and be like, I'm going to break up with her on camera and that's fine. I'm cool with that. Yeah. So that's, I blame him for being that kind of, well, human being. Yeah. ultimately the responsibility falls on him because he's the one that's in the relationship. So 
though production kind of ran with this idea, they're in the business of making a TV show mm-hmm. where Ari should be in the business of protecting his relationship. Human, human, yes. Which he's just not. So, he hasn't been interested in protecting his relationships like this whole season. Yeah. No. So those were kind of working against each other. I mean, th- they should be working against each other. But what and ended up happening was, okay, he ended up making a choice that better fit the show. The show. Yeah. With that said, because I feel I, there was something that he said during after the final rose that I was like, oh, that's sort of an interesting take that I hadn't thought of. I think I know it. I think it's the same thing so I'm thinking. He said, I want to do it in public because had it happened behind closed doors, it would have opened you up to scrutiny. Mm. And I wanted America to know that it was all of my fault. And by pushing all of that bad stuff in Becca's face and by making it as horrible as it possibly could be, it only made her look better and then elevate her in a position that would set her up for the bachelorette. If this happened in private, she would not be the bachelorette. No way. If this did not happen on TV, if we did not see exactly what you said, Alex, like all of this bad stuff, there's no chance she would be our bachelorette. It would be Tia. Tia would be our bachelorette. That's probably true. Either Tia or and like we would Becca. all die. I think that is I think I think he's a very manipulative person. I think he's a sociopath for yeah. sure. Totally. Um and him saying that in hindsight in retrospect mm-hmm. is like yeah, you can make that math add up in your head that that's actually a good thing. But there's no way that he did that with a foresight of of thinking I'm this is actually good for her. Being broken up with on television and being uh having this just like mm-hmm. show up in her face and be like, "Hey, you've nothing. You've no you there's no heads up. There's right. no like, "Hey, you're going to want to find a place to cry. You're not going to want to wear this when you're breaking but you don't put the ring on." Yeah. Like there was nothing yeah. He is absolutely a sociopath from from top to bottom, and I think that he has fully manipulated any situation where where he's he's thinking like, oh, actually, I was the good guy here. He has since been quoted in interviews he had with Lauren um, this week saying, "I did that so she would have a chance at being the Bachelor." Well, I think this is what he, happened that's because so fucking bullshit. the ends do not ju- the ends absolutely do not justify the means. What he did was really like inarguably really messed up because yeah. even you. Cause like, I don't think Ari's smart enough to know to exactly what you were saying, have the foresight to know that Becca was going to be the bachelorette. What I think happened was he talked to somebody, probably somebody a little bit smarter than him that worked on the show. Chris. Um, actually I know who he talked to. Hold on. Let me finish this thought. Okay. And then you can, can, (laughs) and then you can run with it. He talks to somebody, somebody who had the foresight to know that this might actually be good for Becca. And they, they planted that in his ear so he would run with it. Yeah, you're so, so right. His initial like bad decision and then led by other people who were smarter and that could manipulate it for him to position it in like a way that was saying that this is good for Becca. <laughs> um, that like caught was the catalyst in allowing him to run with this. Yes. And it was really, really cruel. That breakup was so hard to watch. And I was watching with a few girls and we were all, she, this is a conservative number. She told him to leave seven times. Yeah. He did not go. He did not go. And I think it actually was more than seven times. And then he kept following her around. And, then, and said nothing. He was like, can we talk? And then did not speak. Had nothing to say. He wa- It's a fucking horror movie. He's walking like an <laughs> upright walk with his hands in his pockets, <laughs> fucking lurching around like from side to side, not doing doors. anything. It is, it was, 
I, okay, so I'm like a fucking jittery person yeah. and I'm an emotional, <laughs> like I have things to say, like I, you, I'm Jewish, use hands a lot and like move around, all that stuff. Yeah. And, and I'm I've only been, saying, yeah, because I'm the same. So yes. I'm, <laughs> I've, so I've, and I've been on, I've been on both sides of a breakup. Yeah. And so there, under, at no point would it even cross my mind or even like my body would, would, would accept the idea that I wouldn't be like zany all over the place and being like, no, it's, it's not that. Okay. I'm so sorry that it's this, 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 uh, it's not you. It's whatever, whatever you want to say, even if he's saying shitty things, he should still feel, he should still be moving around. He just upright, Zen, calm, like there's a shot of him. So obviously we can, we can talk about this, the cinematography choices, which I, which I did love, but like uh, me and Sarah are now sitting on the couch. And so Sarah, you're Becca. And so your head is in your hands. Your ring is now off and it's him sitting and he's like leaning forward a little bit. <laughs> oh my God, it is. You're scaring me. And he's sitting, still sitting upright and, but he's not doing anything. You think he tell like maybe he wants to touch her knee or something, but he doesn't. He doesn't. And he's just sitting here. He's yeah. not looking around. I'd be invasive. like, I'd be trying to like feel for, okay, what do I say? What can I do to make her better? And he's, she's, he says nothing. And he, I, I have no, I can't connect with him on any level I, because he's such a foreign person because he's not a real human man. Yeah. Like the fact that like the three of us who are really empathetic people can't connect to him shows that he doesn't have like his Bluetooth on. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what yeah. are you? like, what are you? Yeah. That's a really good way to describe and, it. And, um, oh goodness. Um, to what you were saying about him saying nothing. Cause I was, I couldn't, my blood was boiling. I, cause I was just like, get out of the goddamn house. Mm -hmm. And I was like, set, I, gosh, I probably should not have said this and I shouldn't say it now, but had I told somebody to leave seven times and they stood there and they followed me around and they looked at me blankly, I might have started hitting. Yes, I would have yes. thrown at least, Something. at least like a bar of soap. Like <laughs> the first thing you can find, your, I mean, she your was in easily the reachable soap, something yeah. like that. Something, anything. Uh, a very astute watcher, uh, shout out to Sarah Hathaway, was saying that she thinks that the reason that Ari was lingering the way he was was because he wanted Becca to tell him that he was a good person <gasps> and that she oh that'd be accepted I think that. I agree she, so much. He needed to hear like I still love you. Do what you need or, to do. Yeah, I'm happy for wow. go. Let him off the hook. Mm -hmm. she, he wanted to be let off the hook. Well, I think she handled it incredibly well. I think that's, oh. that's, that's undeniable that she in that in those circumstances handled herself very well. I love when she took the ring off. Yes, I so she, like, sly. Told him to leave. So smooth. All that stuff. I really. This is now having watched after the final rose also, but like I really wanted her to yell at him. I really wanted her to give him some shit Ooh, for it. So did but I. she, I know, but she won't. But she, I wanted. I it. know that she's like a good person, and like care, and and everyone like raves. All the other girls rave about how good of a person she is. But like, there's a little like lack of humanness to her too. If right. she's like, th this is the worst thing anyone's ever done to anyone. I'm on live TV getting fucking dumped. There's two cameras. There's a camera pointing at my face for the whole scene. <laughs> And, I and she didn't yell yeah. at him. Yeah. Well, I think this like perpetuates the stereotype of women that I think become it ends up becoming problematic of The Bachelor because being an angry woman doesn't mean that you are a difficult woman no. or no. a crazy woman. Like in that moment, she had every right to be angry yes. and to say whatever the heck she wanted to him. And it would have been OK. Yes. Yeah, I don't think anyone would have blamed her. I think she still could be the bachelorette, even if she yelled. Yeah. <laughs> even if she threw 
bars of soap. It is okay to be angry, and it's good to be angry. Yes, just watching the realizations wash over her. Like, I know. She, her almost saying, like, afraid oh of her like exploding one day about this. She should. I hope she does. But just like in the moment, watching her be like, "Oh my fucking god!" Oh my, like she didn't realizing even cry things, for the first twenty minutes. Realizing like, oh, we looked at a house together. Oh, I told my parents about it. Oh, this other, like she. The, she had a like, present. All for him. of these things. Yeah, it was truly fantastic television <laughs> it, really, so it really was oh my god it was guys literally best, best it was perfect i i would watch it i'm probably will watch it again tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> wait sarah so i'm i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no earlier, but how, who do you do you know who he's okay to so i'm i know we're always promoting other people's podcasts on this <laughs> Don't listen to I, we're just a, we're a bibliography. Yeah, turn us off right now and go listen to Ben and Ashley Ice podcast because they got all right after, um, not after the final rose, but after the finale, after we watched the breakup, when they had the women on, they had Kendall CN, Tia Caroline, and Becca M. Um, Chris Harrison talked to all of them. These women went straight to Ben and Ashley I studio and they were so fired up that they just let it all spill out. Yes. And they told all of the behind the scenes stuff. Tia was with Lauren B when mm-hmm. Lauren first like when Ari first reached out to Lauren, they had a phone conversation that night. I want to was... see those, D- those DMs. Right. Absolutely. Well, so he DM'd Wait, her. the receipts. She, he DM'd her, but then they also spoke on the phone that night, the night that this New Year's. Se- yeah, that this season aired. And, um, it was basically pretty clear that she was going to take him back. Yeah. And, uh, so Caroline, was not with them at this moment. And Caroline, like a few, maybe like a week later, she's friends with um, the ba- one of the bachelors from Canada. Mm. And they are all kind of like in this little like bachelor whatever world. And he told her that Becca and Ari broke up. And she was like, what do you mean they broke up? Like, I just, just talked to Becca the other day. She would tell me. And she like FaceTimed Becca about like a day later and was like, hey, how's everything? Are you and Ari okay? And she was like, yeah, we're fine. Why do you ask? And she said she got like kind of teary, but she was like, who's telling you we're not okay? Mm -hmm. She's like, no, you know, whatever rumors like fly around, you know, whatever. And then like days later, he dumped her. So Ari went to that. He's friends with that like old Canadian bachelor. And he told him that he was going to dump Becca. Well, it sounds like he might have told a lot of people. I don't know that this Canadian bachelor guy was the person who was like, do it this way. Sure. I'm assuming it was probably a producer. Probably Harrison. (laughs) You think it was Chris, you guys? Or Mesnick. I don't know. (laughs) I, okay. I have to, I think that how Mesnick broke up with, uh, Melissa is crueler than how Ari broke up. I, I would agree with he, that just for the simple he fact. He broke up that. on after the final rose. Yeah, and then Im- and then immediately went to Molly. And by the way, I think that the worst thing Ari did out of this entire thing, what made me the most mad, was that he proposed to Lauren on after the final rose. W- get engaged. I don't care. If you guys are happy, which they truly looked like obsessed with each other, and that's great. Mm-hmm. Do- I'm like upset with him for proposing on this night in mm-hmm. front of this audience. That what to me was the worst. I thought it was great because the audience was so It was silent. It. It was no really- one they literally had to tell people to clap. There wasn't even music playing. Every time someone gets engaged in that studio, yes. they play music and they did not play music. Imagine getting time. engaged 
in front of people that are like, fuck you. That hate you. Suck. That don't I hope you fucking break up. <laughs> That's such a, that's such a, it's great television. Great television. It's yeah, the there show. was a weird judge. And also, like, Lauren didn't seem emotional about getting engaged No, at I think all. she, I mean, she knew she had to. Oh. Guys, okay, I have to say something, too. I, actually, I have to say two things. One, on Lauren's engagement, her parents did not look happy. They quickly cut to them, and her mom was arms crossed, not smiling. I want to talk about this so bad. Okay. Also, I don't think Becca was very emotional when Ari proposed to her. I was kind of like, wow, this feels like weird. Mm. I don't remember it because I was so ready for the what, what happened afterwards. <laughs> right. I know. I sort of let it wash over Yeah, me. I was like, this is fake. This is not real. It it's didn't feel, after. it didn't, she, I don't know. It felt, it, it, I don't think that it was like super emotional on her end. But yeah, let's talk about Lauren's parents. Let's talk about Lauren's parents because, okay, this is something I haven't seen discussed. Mm-hmm. Ben, uh, I almost said Ben. Ari and Lauren, come on. And they're talking together and it's like, hey, you guys first couple. And they say, we didn't watch last night. We actually thought it was a good idea to not watch it. It would, it would do more harm than good. But that was Ari's idea. <laughs> yes. A hundred percent. He definitely manipulated her into thinking that it was her idea. Let's, let's just not watch. It'll wow. just make us feel bad. Like, dude, there's a reason why you're taking him back and why you think, every, why you think he handled it well. Because you didn't fucking watch it. Yeah. You didn't watch what we all saw. And you know who did watch? Her fucking parents. Yeah, yeah. for her sure. Her family saw that show. Wow. And now is watching her their daughter get engaged to the guy that did all of that shit. Raven? Fucking lurched down the hallway yeah. and was like leaning over her Lurch. and wouldn't leave and was just staring out into the distance like thinking about they're real like, estate. They're like, oh shit, they're gonna, she's gonna murder our daughter. <laughs> that's, why, that's why she's like, no, I think people are being hard on him. You don't know. You didn't see it. You didn't see it. Um, Raven wrote something on Bustle about this and she was like, Lauren, you need to go back and watch this because there are 20 red flags in this one It's a huge scene. red flag. It's... Japan's flag. <laughs> right? Isn't it Japan's flag? Wait, red? is it is it all red? The red, the it's, red circle. It's red circle on white. Red circle on white? Yeah. Yeah. What's oh. a more red flag? That's the one. <laughs> China's flag? Mm. Okay. I don't we're know. Gonna, we'll Japan <laughs> seems super red. Okay. <laughs> Basically, okay. <laughs> huge flag. And it's red. <laughs> oh, my God. No, you are so right. I didn't think about that at all. Again, at that point, I was just so mad at Ari that it was like hard for me to I think it was hard for me to take in anything. Are you guys mad at Ari for breaking up with Becca? No. Yeah. Not in, in the idea of doing it at all. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not necessarily upset with him. No, I'm happy with him because he it's just like, oh, you're that person. You're the person that would end up with Lauren. I don't think Becca's like fantastic. I think she's pretty down the middle but <laughs> like she's I good mean, like she's, yeah, great. she's a nice person yeah. but like i don't like she's cool she says like do the damn thing for we haven't really times. seen i'm excited like, i'm not yeah i think i think my, my next take which we're, i hope we get to is that yeah. i don't think becca's gonna be a good bachelorette Ooh. but we can talk about that yeah. well here's something kind of cool let's like just bring some brightness to this um you know uh intense situation <laughs> um Something cool that like did spark uh, after the finale was so people were donating. They started like a funding, a GoFundMe page for Becca. It was her Venmo or her Venmo. They, Venmo. they found her on Venmo. They found her on Venmo. People were sending her money for wine after her breakup and it got up to $6,000 and she decided to donate it to stand up to cancer. Very nice. Well, then, very, very down the middle charity. Down the middle charity. I will say her father did die of cancer. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So that's I, right. It, it, it is 
Close it, to home. It might be the most basic of all the cancers. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. But at least stand up emotional to, connections. Yeah, stand up to cancer. And then Ben Higgins, who has this like generous coffee company right. um, in Honduras, he was like, oh, like I'm following Becca. Like every bag of generous coffee sold in the next 24 hours is going all 100% of sales go to stand up to cancer. Katie Couric tweeted it quote tweeted it and was like i'm in for 50 bags who else is in and the generous coffee sold like a shit ton of coffee and now stand up to cancer has all this money so i like moments like this to remind myself that i'm not evil for being obsessed with this tv show good things can come out of it i think (laughs) that's good i think you need that for yourself i needed that for me even though the means don't justify the ends for ari they do for me yes and that's what's most important and for cancer (laughs) well cancer is the ends (laughs) to the means um <sighs> okay do we want to talk about do we have anything more that we need to unpack about well, Ari and well, I, I just think it's good that he did it now rather than later like if he's he's this kind of person that's gonna end up with yeah. a with a bland ass lady who doesn't give him anything and he's gonna i think the only reason that the only way that him and lauren would break up now knowing that lauren has been engaged three times changes the calculus for me I, and she's 26 yes mm-hmm. but i prior to that i would say the only reason that he would they would break up is if he like cheats on her and, yeah like, that was my like, next question i don't even know if they else. would break up if he cheated on her right but I'm, I'm glad that for becca for becca's sake who i do i do like her i don't love her but i like her we like her i think that she I mean, this is the best thing that could happen to her. Listen, you get to be the bachelorette. You get to go drink for free some more and and bang some hot guys. I go go get it. I get it. I also I need to go back to why I am not hating Ari right now. Okay. Okay. As somebody who has literally never dumped anybody, but I have been dumped a lot. I have a very um, uh, strong opinion that if you are doing the dumping, you have to just be the bad person like I have told there's been guys that have told me they're like oh I feel so like my biggest regret of my life is like dumping this girl over text or whatever and I'm like you know what I think it's fine because when you're dumped, you need to be able to pull out all the reasons why this person can hate you Mm -hmm. and they need to project so much anger onto you and like they need like you need to be you need to be okay being the bad person and let them just go around and be like this asshole dumped me over text or on national television. Well, going back to what I was saying, I don't think that Ari's okay with being the bad person. Right. I absolutely, I think he thinks he is the nice guy, which mm-hmm. is why he said, that, which is exactly why he said, I wanted the onus to be on me because he wanted to be like, I'll fall on the sword. I'm taught, and I'm going to say that I'm going to fall on the sword. He stayed there yes. forever, forever looking yeah. for her to tell him that it was okay. Yep. It's like the, you pretend. Yeah. To, Maybe his actions were bad, but I still think that he wants to be viewed as the nice guy. I understand. I also think he is very dumb (laughs) and in his head Mm -hmm. might like because he has like Lauren there to tell him that he's like such a good person and like did the right thing. Like I think in his head, maybe he like. I don't know, can like live in some world where he's like, no, everything is like justified. I'm just saying like, I totally 100% agree with what all of you have said here tonight. Um, 100%. Are you the bachelorette right now? Is that <laughs> oh, that's a whole other thing. I like, never mind. Don't get started. <laughs> I can't, don't get me started. But I, I am, fi- ultimately I am fine with everything that happened because I, uh, if you are going to dump somebody, 
I think just be cruel so they are allowed to hate you and they are allowed to throw bars of soap at you and they are allowed to have their friends bash you on the internet and bash you on TV and on podcasts and social media. And I'm like, you know what? That's great. Whatever. Now she gets to be the bachelorette and Ari is the most hated man in America. So, I mean, objectively, you like him. But if it was an interpersonal thing... You wouldn't, which, which yes. is good. Which is which yeah. you want. Which you want to not like him if you're Becca. You yeah. want to be like, oh fuck this guy. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. When I when I broke up with uh, my girlfriend, I was like nineteen or twenty. Uh, I was trying to be like friend guy mm-hmm. yeah. with it, and I I remember I remember immediately after, and still like going back to me like just moving all over the place, being like, how do I move mm-hmm. and stand, not right. just lurch guy. <laughs> but I remember being like, well, at least you're not gonna have to like deal with Jewish stuff anymore. And she's like, I'm not. Anti-Semitic. <laughs> what do you? What is right, this? Isn't that helping. makes her feel yeah, bad. What do you like do? That? I don't care. Oh. Fuck you! I'm just <laughs> mad at you for breaking up with me. It's not because you're fucking Jewish. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's just that when one when breakups are not like um, mutual, like when one person is getting what they want and one person's <laughs> not getting what they want, you have to give them something. Yeah. And making them feel anti-Semitic is what you gave that <laughs> no, girl. I tried to do it. <laughs> I just, I just know it's hard. Like, breakups are hard. It sucks for There's everybody. So, it it should suck for everyone. And, and we should have, if Ari's a real person, we should have been able to see on his body and face mm-hmm. that Any he was empathy. having a tough time. And he wasn't. The only time Ari cried in the entire two months we were able to see him was when he sent home Becca M. And yeah. he shed a single tear. Yeah. <laughs> mm. That's true. As much true. he was get, able to give himself to feel. How long do we give the relationship? I think they stay together for a while. I, I think agree. Five plus years. I think years. I think years. May I think they'll get married. I think they'll get married too. Yes, I do. I definitely do. I don't know if they'll have a kid. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. Ari's a lot older. Her tiny though. body can't handle a baby. She she could do it. She's very strong. She'll, she'll carry. She's very strong. She'll She's carry very like strong. um. Front, <laughs> only front. Oh, I'm car- I'm carrying only mine front, in the baby. back. Yes. Well, some some people carry it on their side. Sure, uh, right in the front. Is hers right will be front hands. and very high. Front I remember high. one yeah, time yeah. I was at a I was at a gym when I lived in St. Louis and I saw a woman from the back and I thought, what a great body. And then she turned around and she was pregnant. Still a great body, but I was shocked. Yeah, that will be Lauren. Good for that girl. <laughs> Did you guys catch when she was saying Lauren was saying? Uh, it was right when she sat down. It was then after the final rose. They're sitting down. They're hugging Chris. It's like uh, everyone's exchanging pleasantries in front of a live audience and like doesn't know what to say. So they're just like, yeah, okay. Uh, Chris goes, <laughs> I can't imagine what's going through your head right now. <laughs> and she responds, me either. <laughs> <laughs> Which is Lauren in a nutshell. That's Lauren in a nutshell. She doesn't know what's going through her head right she now. Doesn't. And she just can't even imagine what could be. Her <laughs> Ari, imagine what could possibly yeah. her and Ari Thoughts? are literally just gonna sit on the couch staring <laughs> off into space and then make out and have a baby and then go to bed. I don't know. Having dogs is like the only thing that like they're like not even I her, like she dogs, stole I it like from pets, her ex. Which is great to know now. But like like Yeah, they I need lo- dogs. I love dogs and I like people with dogs and I want to be a person with a dog. But yeah. also like having do- having a dog is a good uh, personality substitute for someone who doesn't have one. Yes. Yeah, they need dogs. They need. Thank God they don't have cats. They needed dogs. Yeah, yeah, guys. The only thing is, like, if you have enough of a backbone to leave two engagements, mm-hmm. like, there is something. Is there something 
deep in there. I think Lauren is a girl who we have all said it doesn't have a huge personality. And I think that she finds her personality in the guys that she's with. Mm -hmm. And like she just kind of makes that like her world and her purpose and whatever. She doesn't seem super passionate about her job. She moved home, which is is fine. I hate working and I hope to never work someday. (laughs) But I tech you know, sales is a good way to do it. <laughs> she, she moved home like with her parents after this whole thing. I just think she doesn't have any sense of self and she finds that like in the men that she dates. Um or, you know, whatever the people like she finds her own personality in the people that are in her life. And I don't know, there's something maybe that there's some spark in her that she has called off these two engagements that it's like, wait, I am my own person and I like can have my own thoughts and beliefs and hobbies and all of that. So I, I don't know. I just think that's kind of who she is. Yet she like goes on Jimmy Kimmel last night with Ari and, um, and Jimmy was asking her like some tough questions like, man, that must've been really hard to watch. Like, but I don't know. You don't really seem like a girl who challenges him. Oh, <gasps> And she said, yeah, no, not really. Oh, my God. And then Jimmy's face was so horrified. He was like, wow, you could be with anything. Oh, <laughs> he no. He said anything. Or anyone. I hope anything. Anything. Anyone. You could be with anyone. That's and she's like, yeah, that's what's so great about me. I am literally a tofu and I just soak up whatever I'm put next to. <laughs> really wild that she could be confronted with as a straight up insult and take it as like, yeah. Yeah. I know that was what was so like, Which, by the way, disturbing Ari has done when Caroline called him out on women tell all. She was like, I don't I know what you did. I don't know how you could do that. And she goes on and on. And then she just ends it with, I hope you found what you're looking for. Ari responds with, thanks so much. I appreciate that. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that you hope I want. I get what I want. <laughs> I love that you hope I get what I want. <laughs> how, how do you feel that? Mr. Chris Harrison handled this whole thing. Um, I think this. I I am anti Chris Harrison. Really? I just think we need someone new. I think Nick Bial should be the new Chris Harrison. Ooh. Chris Harrison. He's certainly hungry enough to be. Um. No, he's not. He gets booked on TV I mean, shows now, and it's so I'm, unfair. I'm not going to entertain this because I think Nick is just like such a waste of space. But <laughs> I think if we're gonna if we're gonna entertain that, I would say I think Ben should have that job. But the one thing that I think Chris is kind of miraculous at is what Ari can't do at all is even if he's even if it's fake, he does a really good job um, projecting empathy. Yes. And he does like a really he, there is something that feels inherently nurturing about him. And yeah, I supportive. agree. He kind of feels like you're dad, like your fair god dad. Or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. And I think the contestants like him. I think they generally do yeah. enjoy being around him. Yeah. yeah. I bet he's fun to hang out with. I bet he's super fun to hang out with. I just. I don't know. I'm I loved all the faces he was making coming back from commercial break. <laughs> he, he's not a funny person. Like no, he's, he's an objectively unfunny person. He and, he, and he wants he to be so He said a joke and then he said, I stole that from Kimmel yeah, or something. It was tough. Mm. L- live audience television is not friendly to Mr. Chris Harrison. I don't think so. He needs to be edited. And he's he been needs doing to be, this like, a long time. Yeah, he's not good. <laughs> you he's think not, he's learned. not. When, the, when right. like the girls were sitting on the couch, he was having a really tough time wrangling them and like just rolling with it. He was like, oh, my director's <laughs> going to be upset. They literally just sat on top of each other and like giggled and he was yeah. just like, okay, um, 
okay, just do it. <laughs> it was tough. In all fairness, that is like, he actually, like, he had a tough time last night, but in the woman tell all, I feel like he does actually a pretty he good job. Good. Me too. Like monitoring it, being like, okay, yes. you will get your turn, you next. He's not, he's no Andy Cohen, but he is. He's, uh, who can be? Who can, who can be? be? No, can nobody. Be. I, I think he's better interpersonally. Yeah. He can't I really agree. pander to an audience. Like yes. he has a hard time because exactly what you're saying is his cut tos back from commercial break were just like <laughs> a lot of faces. Wow. I love. I just have in, in my notes here. I just have Chris making faces, <laughs> and it's him coming back and being like, "Oh, we oh. are all feeling that." He could but say. He thing, could say no words. He could, he could just be like, mm, "Pasta and cheese." Right. <laughs> Like just he could say anything at all. It's just like, yeah, Chris, we all feel it. <laughs> Big dinner last night. All right, let's talk about. Can we talk about ba- Becca's yeah, bachelorette? Yeah, I think that's. I think so. The right move. I okay. Talk, Mike, because I think you have a stronger. <laughs> talk. I have a. No, ta- no, no. I have a strong take. I think you have a stronger take than I do. Because I like thinking of like how decisions get made and yeah. how. There's it's a big decision that I, the the brain trust of the Bachelor franchise decides when they mm-hmm. when they say okay this is going to be our Bachelor this is going to be our Bachelorette these are people who are going to invite to Paradise I think that they were looking at the season be saying Becca K is mm-hmm. Becca K who's the young one Becca M. Becca, Becca M is young but she's easily the most personable popular mm-hmm. thing we have so but like do we go with that she's not like traditionally beautiful like is that the kind of thing like is that it seemed like is that the swing we take i think they wanted cn to be more interesting than she was cn is like an incredibly composed person and like i think she's beautiful but like she's not she's not good tv she's not super charismatic like like loud in any way sure um and i think like becca k the one who won Mm -hmm. kufrin right yeah Mm -hmm. fell into their laps like with this beautiful story and they're like oh yes finally our decision was made for us absolutely easy she's at 100 percent. but if this didn't happen i think you guys said it before it was like she would not have been mm-hmm. bachelorette no. because like she just really there's not a ton she she doesn't have i mean maybe she'll surprise us like i think she's sub where jojo was when jojo uh was the final was in the final two yeah yeah and she needs to like prove like that the 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 live her meeting those five guys was really 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 rough to be fair, it was with Rachel too. Yeah, but and I, Rachel's the most confident woman on the planet. It's not a good environment <laughs> at all to like meet somebody, yes. especially. But Rachel I, did dance with Eric. Was it Eric? Oh, yeah, oh. Eric. I like Eric. I love, oh, we love, love Eric. I like Eric. Um, he should be the Bachelor. I, you're right. I have no idea what kind of Bachelorette she's going to be. I, I don't feel like I know her. I know that she yeah. has a tragic backstory. Mm-hmm. I know that the story leading into this was obviously very compelling and mm-hmm. positioned her in the perfect way. Like, there's just so much driving this engine right now that it's like the story that's more interesting than Becca is. Mm-hmm. So how long can we sit in that? Having a really nice person be a Bachelorette, it's not... What you want? We've had one before. We've had a few before, we've and they're had, boring. We've had one in particular, Desiree Siegfried. <laughs> Nobody remembers her. She's basically don't. she married her final guy. She ABC was the did nicest. Not, ABC didn't pay for the wedding. Like it was almost like they it, like they've been wiped from the archives. Wow. Like it's such a yeah, bizarre, it's really weird. But they're like still together and like still very happy and have a very adorable. And they never child. talk about. Like ABC <laughs> never talks about them. Wow. And I'm afraid that we're destined. Now that I'm hearing you talk about it, I'm like, oh, are we destined with the same fate for Becca? Yeah. I think if this whole thing didn't happen, 
if Ari picked Lauren and in the first place and then sent Becca home, she would not be our bachelorette. I think it would be Tia. I think the bachelorette that I would most like to see from this season would have been Kendall. That would have been more interesting. She made it far enough. Mm -hmm. She had an interesting story of like falling in love, but not being ready. She has her own personality. She's so quirky. She's so beautiful. Quirky. Quirky. She's so quirky. She's so (laughs) beautiful. The taxidermy being a real thing is crazy. It's crazy. It would be a deal breaker for me. It's, yeah. Taxidermy is is, uh, heavily featured in the show Trial and Error. Which is the show I write for, so that was like sort of like free pub. So thanks. Oh, you're Kendall. welcome. I wanted to name a character Kendall for, for <laughs> in her honor, but I don't think it happened. Should bring her on. Oh, She's I wonder if that would pass clearances because it's on two different networks. Yeah, well, just like a, a name. It's a little tease. A little yeah, a little, <laughs> little, little for her. Right. A little, a little. You on, know who it's for? An yeah. honor moment. I think Kendall would have been the most interesting bachelorette. I think that they would have picked Tia. Kendall would have been like, I think 2011. If they went like the adorable route, then they could have. They could have mm, gone that, but now I think right. like I think society is past people like Kendall. It's kind of like, oh come on. She is a. Little- I don't know. Bachelor Nation rallied behind her. Really? When she had that moment with um, Crystal, everyone like went insane. Mm-hmm. They rallied her. around her as a support character. Would we have been there, like all in with her? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it would be a very Do- Zoe Deschanel. It would definitely Five. be Five. the new girl. It would be the new girl. What if they just aired a season of the new girl? <laughs> and they would and pretend like bl- we didn't notice. And put a blonde wig and <laughs> pretend we did it. And they're like, budget cuts. The mansion is a loft this year. <laughs> we only got three guys. I like that. <laughs> only- the bachelor new girl. <laughs> the bachelor new girl. Ooh, the marketing opportunities. Yeah. And it would be on Fox now. Well, and it's Fox, and Fox and ABC, Fox. they're together. Yeah. <laughs> I know, wow. it's on Fox. That's what, that's what we're destined for. Yeah. Um, My goodness. Sarah, do you have any thoughts about Becca? I, don't, I, I, I like Becca. I've always liked her. Again, I'm so excited to hear about her job and her work as a publicist in Minnesota. Mm. I thought her home was interesting when... Okay, mm. wait. Uncle Gary? There is something we have not talked the about. uncle. They sent this poor girl home in coach in a middle seat. Oh, yeah, that was rough. A middle seat with a bright light on her on this freaking red eye in the (laughs) middle of the night. She has two large men sleeping next to her. She's wearing a hat. She is wearing a hat so nobody can see her. And she is in the middle seat in coach on the way back to her sad home in Minnesota that was like it looked her house looked like you know when you go into like apartments in college and they're like it comes furnished and it's like the shittiest couch you've ever seen yes. in your life that was becca's house oh poor girl uh i'm so excited for her huge bachelorette salary she's just gonna buy something nice i need to know when that flight when like the next version of that flight happens because i will fucking stake out LAX and I will I will get on that flight to be with whatever happens because I need to be there I wish I was that fat guy sitting next door oh my god Could you imagine oh. we become best friends it'd be like Mike if you could get your if you could be oh anyone for a day I want to be that <laughs> fat, fat guy, guy sleeping next to the new bachelorette oh a very interesting thought experiment I could not believe 
what they put her through after that. I mean, they had they had to do it. They had no choice. But a middle seat? They couldn't have given her a window? <laughs> couldn't give the girl a window. Literally, the veins are popping out of my neck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was devastating. Here's the thing. I don't have any strong feelings about Becca either way. I Same. think time will tell. I do have some final thoughts. Okay. Though. Let's do final thoughts. So... I never really uh, this is this happens to me every season where I don't I'm not emotionally invested. Um, I'm more excited by the front half of the episode or the front half of the season where there's all the drama Mm -hmm. amongst the women and or men. The glam shaming, the the, all the fun stuff, Uh, because that's when the fun stuff happens. And then Mm -hmm. later it whittles down. It's more about the drama. Yeah. The drama, the machinations of the relationship. Mm -hmm. Like it's just it's a little bit boring. The pacing is a little bit slower inevitably in that final episode though i always cry at the proposal like i really? always always cry it regardless of how did i did you felt. cry at rachel's yes <gasps> even for brian yes i there's just something about the idea of like people even if it is manufactured starting their lives together that is it just feels like so beautiful and sentimental sentimental to me that's that, like, fair look you're here for love I'm here for love. At the end and, of the day, I'm here for love. By the way, I still feel that way watching the show. Like, I still want people to fall in love. Of course I don't I know do. that I want them to always get engaged, but I want them to fall in Maybe love. Maybe you meet somebody that you really like that you want to try something with. Yeah. With that said, I obviously, I, I, I was probably affected by what we knew from the outside world. But mm-hmm. as he was proposing to Becca and saying goodbye to Lauren, I didn't feel anything. Of course. And I felt... In that moment, I felt robbed of that experience that I love so much at the end of The Bachelor. Like, it really feels like we're closing a chapter. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, you know, like, mm. let them begin their lives together, whatever it may be. But what I will say is I, I felt robbed of it. And I was bummed out about that because of all the reasons that I just said. But when they announced Becca as The Bachelorette and all of those girls stood up. Same. Those, like, Five girls, not all of them, which what are who are friends, mm-hmm. like I.E. Becca and Tia, mm-hmm. so like stood up, like had like C.N. Caroline, like all of those women had their like threw their full support behind her. They all cried, they hugged her, they kissed her. Becca sat on their laps. That moment, I felt the same sentiment that I feel during those bachelorette proposal. And it honestly felt better to me because it felt more authentic. I cried supporting women. I cried during that moment too. And to me, especially in this era, I feel like that's really what we needed to see. And, and and I agree. And like, listen, it's been ever since everything that happened with paradise and all of that, I felt, and you know, certain things that they did on Rachel's season with bringing on that, whatever I can't even remember that Lee. little small guy's name yeah like I <laughs> Lee, Lee. I like the show there have been so many things that I've been like oh why am I so so invested in this mm-hmm. show like I am a feminist and I want to support it but I still love this show so much and I did kind of feel that like when I watched the show and you know all this stuff happening with like the generous coffee and the stand-up to cancer thing so much that happened after this season felt so real and awesome and supportive of like this small little weird community of like bachelor nation that I I'm so with you Alex I cried during that moment I was like super inspired by like this whole Katie Kirk thing on Twitter today God, I bought generous coffee like I bought you did yes I'll oh tell you my how God. It is. and I'm just like I 
<laughs> I don't know. I like it brought me back to like the show and it made me feel good that I like it. <laughs> That's really sweet. Well, I think the, the interesting thing and why you keep watching is because like it is such a manufactured mm-hmm. uh, situation, mm-hmm. right? This is not how you find love. No. This isn't how you do it. Like dating apps are a much better way to do it. Like you go date a bunch of people mm-hmm. and you see what works and and then you, oh, this is one or asking a friend to yeah. set you up. Being a person that has to date 30 women or men and knock them off one by one while you whittle it down. Yes. And you have to earn things. And there's on national television is not the way to do it. And so when you watch this show, you're watching it for how crazy the people are and how the drama in the house and stuff. But part of you is watching for like, can two people really find love in this like ridiculous manufactured Mm -hmm. bullshit? Absolutely made for television situation where like it's honestly like this is the this is the place where it's you're least likely to find love mm-hmm. and can people actually f- build like a real sustainable mm-hmm. relationship in there right. and like almost in spite of the show yeah, yeah. You're, you're looking for them to like weather the storm um caitlin bristow and sean booth i never ever ever believed in love at first sight until i saw those two on television together and now i think it exists like i and i like what you said like in spite of the show and i think these were like caitlin's someone that's like been burned by the show it's like yeah it's cool it Mm -hmm. is so cool to see like their relationship flourish Desiree's relationship, <laughs> you know, weather the storm. Desiree just happened to be mentioned right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> She's so fun. Desiree, Desiree, if you want to come on. That would be awesome. No one else will take you. I think home. she lives in LA. No, she doesn't. Why would she live here? Oh, wait. That was actually a really interesting point that I never thought I'd ever agree with Jason Mesnick in my entire existence. But he said my advice would to be would be to get out of LA for sure and go away and I and I was like, wow, this is so genius because all the relationships that have worked out, mm-hmm. even the ones like from Paradise, are all they don't live in Jayden LA. Jaden Tanner in Kansas, right? Yeah, they're in Kansas. Um, uh, Evan and Carly are in Nashville. So are Caitlin and Sean. Tristan Ryan are in Colorado. Tristan Ryan are in Colorado. Adam and Raven are in Dallas. Well, I think it's because those people are like, oh, we're actually serious about this, whereas people that are on the bachelor that like came from other places and now live in LA. It's like, Oh, you just want to like live in dancing LA. With the stars yeah. and do that stuff. Your colors show really fast. Yeah. Totally. Um, Ari Lauren, go wherever the wind takes you, but just don't go to Minnesota because I'm pretty sure a bill just passed that you're <laughs> says you're not allowed in their state. <laughs> yes. Or a bills being written saying that you're not allowed that in the Ari's state. not allowed in the state of Minnesota. That's great. Um, How I can he truly... sell real estate if Minnesota is just off the market. <laughs> oh, he sell his, Scottsdale real estate. Oh I God. died. I thought that was truly incredible. <laughs> oh man. Just imagine him going back to real estate now. Well, everyone's going to be wanting to ask him questions about the bachelor. Absolutely. I would buy a house from Ari easily. <laughs> yeah. Here it's really good for just walking around with your hands in your pockets, <laughs> not thinking about anything at all. Your thinking about um, ass head. your first roller coaster you ever <laughs> been on. That is what's in his head. <laughs> and the ceilings are sort of low, so you have to tilt a little yeah, bit. A little bit. <laughs> I'll just say I don't feel bad for Becca because no. she doesn't have to be with Ari. Yeah. She gets to be on The Bachelorette. She has like a whole, you know, she united the country mm-hmm. that we haven't seen since 9-11. Yeah. We've established that. <laughs> and That has been established. Everyone feels yeah. the same way. No, everybody does. Everybody does. <laughs> and honestly, like if dog Ari, if you wanted to... Mm-hmm. 
if you still had this, if you're this conflicted, don't propose. You're not at the end of the show. You're not contractually you didn't obligated. Have to propose. It would have been really cool to be like, hey, I'm still in love mm-hmm. with both of you, and. I got to figure some shit out. I would love that finale. And then we see like six months later, where are they now? Totally. Oh my God. But still it. dating but each other. I mean, no matter <laughs> I'm what. I'm still dating both. Uh. Yeah. No matter what. I mean, it's just like whoever he picked there. Mm-hmm. If you told me, hey, I woke up this morning and I wasn't sure who I was going to pick. I would be like, well, don't pick me. Because. Yeah. A, I'm a boy. <laughs> and B. Like that. If it's that. Close. Let's not do it. Don't. He literally was like, I figured out who I wanted to pick um, as you were walking down. (laughs) And he like told them both that. He's like, by the way, Lauren, just to make you feel better, I still don't know. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, okay. Brad Wilmack tried to do that. Oh my God. He was a boring one too. It was for you. But he literally... He was like, about to propose. He was, uh, he was literally ring in hand and was like, wait, I don't know. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> it was the best finale of all time. And then he gave advice to JoJo. And I was like, why are you giving advice? <laughs> this was the best Bachelor finale though, right? This had to have been. It, other than it's Jason, one of my favorites. Other than Jason Mesnick, but I feel like I was more invested in this one. So yeah. I, yes, I'm going to say yes. The, yeah. the cinematography of it, it was a real directorial choice. And I think it yeah. worked out incredibly well. The side-by-sides... Following I thought the side by side was Becca genius. on her plane ride home. Yes. Like, and then watching Ari walk to Lauren's and having a panic attacks, like panic attack. Uh, totally. But like, I mean the juxtaposition of them like yeah. splitting up and then going on their different journeys separately. Yeah. I was like, wow. Like I was like, this is truly, it was a rom-com production. It was a, it, like, it was like a, it was like a Nancy Meyer film. Yeah. My God. With a sad. <laughs> I'm so no, happy, happy that they got creative. That was a good choice. I mean, it was a good choice. They, yeah. I, like it feels so, so often it feels overproduced and it was like, this is a real raw thing. This is and why they did it unedited. Yeah. That's why they did it. And I think they, did it. they made a great choice. Me Do too. I feel a little bit guilty about having seen it all? Sure. No. 100. <laughs> no, you're on the bachelor. You know what? I, I get to watch it all. Yep. You yeah, signed a contract. And like, literally I'm like uh, the, her becoming bachelorette is best case scenario. She's not required to uh, get engaged. She gets a butt ton of money, can buy some furniture for a house, and like she. She gets also to has all those the dresses world. from the first. Mm. From the so first many one. Dresses. Sell those, baby. Sell those. Um, get more money, buy more furniture. BT Dubs per the Batch Book, Modern Day Bachelor and Bachelorettes get about six figures. Wow. Yeah. No, I know you get paid so much. Rachel literally talked about it on someone else's podcast. She's like, "Yeah, I am rich now." <laughs> Um, all right. Well, I think that is a beautiful end, note to end on. <laughs> the wealth that they'll be able to experience together. Mike, we love having you so much. Will you come back when it's Becca season? Absolutely. I'm here to find love. Oh, and I can't wait for paradise. I'm excited. Can we do another draft? I'm asking you let's do it. on air. No, let's do it. Now that, I, I, now that I'm like, I've learned. Now we know. We all learn from our mistakes and that's what's good. The, you built a basketball team now. Now you'll build a team of... I'm going to make Has every important men. decision of my life on air now. Good idea. It holds everybody to it. Yeah. After this break, we'll talk about having kids. And <laughs> it's kind of a theme. You guys wouldn't get it. Can it's you say bye to joke? Jill? Bye, Jill. All right. Bye. Bye. I love you guys. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. 
Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, you can find us again wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Campfire.